Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcast. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. navigating so i'm going to pull up some directions to a motel or something like I think that this is simple enough you can just open up your smartphone and type in like motel or something into google maps i'm not going to make you roll for that so what's this you go to motel 8 or something like that oh fancy you go into a motel app that they expect credit cards there for incidentals or what do you guys think i say we get a little out of town if you've got it in you yeah let's drive to all right for an hour and a half. You get out of town, you find a motel of some kind. It's not a great motel. How many hours of sleep do you catch? We say three. Two, three, Four. but I'm going to sleep in the car. Two. Why would right. you be sleeping in the car? Well, no, I'm going to sleep three hours at the motel, but then when we get back on the car for the remaining four-hour drive. I'm oh, in addition, I in see. Addition, yeah. I'm, I'm old. I'm almost 50. I can't be staying up all night anymore. I haven't stayed up to the It's like midterms. It's ridiculous. I'm going to make an executive decision here and say we sleep three hours in the motel. I'll drive, get behind the wheel, feel a little more fresh. You guys can sleep the rest of the way. Four hours up to Eagle River. Sounds good. uh, uh, Do you want us to role play the check-in and everything? Nah, it's it's fine. Like I'm assuming you guys pick an appropriately kind of motel with a very kind of disinterested teenager working the front desk who's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Want some rooms? Okay. That'll be $75. Kind of weird all four of you checking into one room, but whatever. Um, how are we paying for this? How are you paying for it? Yeah, I'm in Milwaukee in um, business. I can pay with credit card. Okay. I have Good. a business card. I mean, I have a spending account um, card. Jet lag. You're putting this on the uh, EPA? Yes, sir. Straight to Uncle Sam's budget. Uh, do you think Uncle Sam could spring for two separate rooms at least? Oh, I'm here alone, my friend. We can we gotta cram into one. Two rooms will raise a little suspicion. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. All right. Cut eye. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll say kind of like by the time you guys get all set up and back up, it's what feels fair, like one, two in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one one p.m. something like that. All right, so you check out. Nothing super. Noteworthy happens, kind of thing. Like, no APB gets listed. No one kicks down the door trying to demand that you hit the ground, kind of thing. Like, no cops show up to look for you. Whatever. So you keep going up to the cabin. Yep, we yep. said Eagle River. It'd be just oh, just under four hours. I, right. I just made that. But <laughs> yeah, I never gave you a town that seems located. I was kind of like, you guys have filled in a town for me, which is great. Is Eagle River's off in the woods? Is it kind of the sticks? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Eagle yeah, River almost the AP. Eagle Rivers, it is. So we'll say you arrive there. Right, give me a drive check. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's, 
it hits some traffic. You hate to see it. Um, because of the kind of waning light you get there, we'll say, yeah, five o'clock or so. Uh, it's starting to get a little bit dark. Um, and kind of the directions are bad. So if someone give me a navigate. I can navigate. Oh, good. That's a mild skill in it. Yeah. Well, not. not no, you don't, apparently, <laughs> at 51 out of 30. <laughs> All right, so you, you guys burn a bunch of time. Like the the address isn't really super well listed, but eventually you kind of find it out in the woods. Um, it's definitely dark by now. It's easily seven p.m. kind of thing, and you roll up on Clyde Bauman's cabin. Uh, it's so the cabin itself is kind of a nondescript generic cabin. Um, it's one story. It's kind of a fake wooden cabin or wood log cabin exterior kind of thing. Looking at it from kind of where you pull up on the road, you do notice there's kind of this weird mound-ish thing out behind the cabin towards the tree line. There's an outhouse and there's the cabin itself. There's also a what a shed of some kind kind of behind the cabin as well. I'm going to be just being paranoid, but I am going to put on my uh, Kevlar vest this time. All right. Yeah, so long as no one can see us, might as well. Yeah. This feels pretty isolated. Yeah, you didn't pack there's no lights on anywhere. It gets dark. It's spooky. It's the woods. Your owls hooting. Who who gonna die? There's <laughs> bears up here. Bears eat people, right? Um, generally, not. But uh, if we're gonna get eaten, I think we all know we got a lot more to worry about than a bear eating us. Yeah, those dang North Milwaukee uh, wolves that everyone knows about. Yeah. All right, yeah, so it's kind of a creepy cabin in the woods um, with some stuff. What you investigating uh, first? Well, I have keys to the cabin, so let's head there. All right. Go to the cabin. There's no lights on or anything? It looks pretty desolate? Uh, there does appear to be a power hookup, but there are some lines that run to it through the woods kind of thing, but no kind of man-made street lights or anything like that in this area, definitely. Okay. It's pretty remote. I've got a... A flashlight on, like an underslung flashlight on my carbine. Maybe I can okay take, take that off and kind of use it as we approach the door. Sure. I also have a flashlight. Yeah, mine on as and well. I, and I've got my uh, tactical shotgun. You feel pretty confident no one's been here for at least a few months. Like it feels pretty deserted. Uh, I'll just bring my medium pistol, like I had it here on the vest. Same approach, approach the door with the flashlight. All right, so you open the door. Yeah. Um, is it locked? That would be the first thing to check. Yeah, it's locked. Can we do All a right, quick would... perimeter check and make sure there's nothing on like the opposite side of the cabin? Are there any other doors? Is this the only way in? Only one door. Only one door? You want to search around? Um, I was just kind of want to make sure there's only one way in and out. So I'm good. Unless somebody else has something. That... All right, no time like the present. Let's get in there. Okay, I'll unlock the door and uh, open it up. All right, so you kind of you enter into kind of a typical isolationist cabin. Uh, this the, the decorating decor for this matches the stuff you ran into in the apartment. It's old, it's dusty, it's a little bit moth-eaten. It's nothing contemporary. It's all very outdated, secondhand, whatever. Are there is there there's power? I assume we can turn the lights on. Yeah, I turn the lights on. All right, so you notice kind of you turn the lights on. There's like a bunk bed and stuff like that. Like again, very kind of spartanly decorated. 
you do notice kind of of note that there is a foot locker shoved underneath the bed. Grab the foot locker, pull it out. Uh, who has military science? I think I, I do. Um, no, I don't. Uh, not me. Military science? Agent Jackal has 60. I'll roll. I've got no, 30. That's, that's, that's more than plenty. 60 will definitely get you what you're looking for. Yeah, so you immediately notice that this footlocker is a kind of, it's a Vietnam-era metal footlocker that was used by uh, the armed forces and stuff like that during operations. If This is some ex-military stuff. Like, it's also you could buy any military surplus store if you were into that type of thing, but you recognize it almost instantaneously as that. I've seen lockers like that. This guy's either a non-vet or a enthusiast of some kind. Straight out of the six, I know how to open it. Yeah, well, it's, it's just a locker. Like, it's not special in any way, shape, or form. It's just a locker. Is it locked? Or it... Nope, no lock. It opens. All right, I'm going to slowly pull it out from under the bed, check it out a little bit, open it up. All right, so inside there are a collection of things, but on top of it there is a note that I will now reveal to all of you, and just so we can get out in the open. To whom it may concern, if you are reading this note, I assume I have died or become incapacitated before I had courage to complete my final mission. You will find about 20 gallons of gas in the shed behind the cabin. Put it into the septic tank beside the cabin and ignite it. You'd be happier if you didn't look inside. Please make sure that the remains are kept away from my children. I am sorry. God, please forgive me. Clyde Bowman. And I'm just going to assume that this was read aloud to us. Yeah, you, you, by... yeah, you, you, you have the note. You can read it. Uh, uh, Agent Jackal read it aloud. Like his remains? Well, it, he said uh, the remains, the I believe. Remains. You'd be happier if you didn't look inside. Uh, Oh, my interest is- yeah, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that he didn't uh, have his remains driven up here and deposited in a uh, septic tank after perishing in his apartment bathroom. Um, what do you say we go ahead and follow his instructions and just light the thing on fire? I do that. I mean, but then we don't know what was actually in there. And, <clears throat> I mean, he could have done something horrible here. So, this sounds like a man who is desperate to hide secrets from his family. Why didn't he do it earlier? Because he <laughs> died or became incapacitated before he had the courage to continue. this over. There are other things in the box if you want to investigate. There's a kind of a mix of just kind of some general trinkets, but some stuff does stand out to you as potentially kind of sources of interest. If you want to start doing that, yeah, I can, uh, rummage through the locker a little bit. Yeah, me too. All right, so you find some stuff. It's kind of a weird mishmash of things. Um, first off, you find a reel-to-reel tape labeled FBI evidence, dated August uh, August fifteenth, nineteen seventy-two, to September twenty-ninth, uh, nineteen seventy-two. Twenty-one hours total. The audio. Um, it just kind of mentions Snake Church on it as a label. Snake Church? Snake Church. Okay. Uh, next up, there is, and this one's kind of gets a little bit confusing. Uh, someone give me a, this one has a history of, like, you all have history around 20, right? Yeah. Mine's 10. Oh, yeah. 10. So um, if, you have, if you haven't checked that already, check it now. But yeah, so there is kind of in a vacuum sealed container, container and SS officer uniform, as in like a Nazi 
SS officer, and it's just like been shot and stabbed. It's covered in blood. It's in this like sealed container, but it's all kind of neatly folded up inside of this thing. Um, no identifying name on it, but just like who like someone went to town attacking this outfit. Well, we did think he was a history buff, huh? Or uh, into white supremacist groups and connection with the Nazis, it sounded like. Yeah. This strikes me as something unusual to have in your cabin. I personally would not. I don't know about the rest. Oh, definitely not my taste. A couple more things in here. There's a large iron knife. Um, anyone have archaeology, sorry, archaeology over 40%? What do people have for archaeology? For archaeology, when I keep pronouncing it wrong, zero. zero. All right, I have a zero. Yeah, so uh, it's. Should we check it? Nah, it's just a big, heavy knife. Um, it's got some weird kind of gibberish writing on it, as best you can tell, but kind of very obviously and a little bit disturbingly. Uh, the, the knife is old; it's made of metal. The handle's made from bone. Very obviously human bone, like a femur or a tibia. Like it, it's unrecognizable. It's recognizably instantly to somebody without medical training to be a human bone handle. That looks like a femur. It does anyone indeed. Rec- anyone recognize that writing on there? Nope. Nope. Not me. Nope. Okay. You also find a kind of just like a like a, little, a generic leather pouch containing clumps of black hair, uh, some teeth. Some blue feathers and yeah, that's it. Human teeth? Sure, look it, but they're kind of small. Like children's teeth? That feels like a safe guess. Yeah. Interesting uh, collection here. Yeah. I mean, um, he does have a granddaughter. It could be her baby teeth. Let's hope. And I know that you know I, I'm I'm a father myself. I, I don't have any grandchildren uh, quite yet, as mine are both. Little ones, but um, if I were to collect their baby teeth, I know that I would keep it uh, alongside my heavily damaged uh, SS uniform uh, and just some hair and human bone knives and uh, something tells me this was the kind of stuff they were uh, interested in us uncovering. I mean, that's what the organization's all about—the weird stuff, right? Weird and evil things that people do. Let's let's collect this up and let's find out what he was into because he's clearly hiding something in that septic tank. Uh, okay, sure. Um, this stuff's all rather unusual. Um, it's frankly just really damn weird. And so, uh, he wants us to burn it, and I'm not necessarily against the idea of burning it as per his instructions. If we are not to do that, um, perhaps we should uh, give Miss Pine a ring and see if she would like us to burn it. I, for one, do not have any sort of, um, uh, let's say, burning curiosity to find out what could be in that tank that our late Mr. Bauman wants destroyed. Do we even have service up here? I'm going to pull out my phone and check. Uh, give me a luck roll. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, how, <laughs> that's how they figure out how many bars they have in Eagle River, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's a luck roll. 
Hey, four out of 50. Yeah, you got some bars. Not a ton of bars, but the, the basic of a signal. Probably enough to make a phone call or send a text. All right. I'm going to make a phone call. All right. Give me another luck roll. <laughs> and my luck rolls out. 30 yeah. out of 50. All right. So it does go through, and you get voicemail. What do you say? Miss Pine, we have uh, discovered um, some oddities in the cabin, but there was instructions from the deceased. Um, apparently, there's something in a septic tank, and he would prefer that we just burn it and not uh, investigate any further. Uh, would you prefer to us to continue investigating or just follow the deceased's instructions? And right, destroy yeah. any evidence. That's, that's the voicemail you leave? Yep. All right, cool. Uh, so, and at the bottom of the box, there's a couple more things as you're going through it. And uh, while the rest of the stuff's been weird, this is where stuff gets really weird. So, <laughs> uh, so you had 60 military science? Someone had that? I do. Yeah, I so you come across a collection of photos. They're all they... They're confusing, though, because it shows a bunch of people, so much of soldiers in very distinctly kind of Vietnam-era equipment and clothing and kind of tack gear with uh, the guns of that time, the M16s and stuff like that, in the jungle, rounding up a bunch of Nazis? And the photo doesn't look fake. It looks very kind of real, but it's like Nazis in the jungle. Like there's the flags and everything, like a, a compound of some kind in the background as they're rounding these people up. Um a whole collection of these, those two, is either like this is the weirdest kind of cosplay thing you've ever seen in your entire life, or these pictures implying that there was a cell or a group of Nazis active in the Vietnam jungle. So, are these photos like, you know, American soldiers like yeah po- posing with the Nazis captured, yeah. or is it it's like the same, and it's the same soldiers, a group of six of them? It's the same soldiers and all the photos, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's. It's the kind of it's it's propaganda stuff you're used to from the Vietnam era. Like it's it's that stuff. I guess the way of thinking of it. There's also some pictures of the compound and like again, like it's it, they're weird. Like it's some kind of weird high sciencey stuff. Some weird like other like occulty looking stuff. Like nothing you can make sense of just looking at it. But it's more the fact that this is very kind of like either someone paid a lot of money to Photoshop these very weirdly or shoot these very weirdly. Or if you're taking the contents at face value. This group of soldiers was Nazi hunting in the jungles of Vietnam or something along those lines. Is there any writing on the back of any of the photographs? Uh, no writing. We might be able to presume that Clyde is in, is in these photos. How else he'd have them? Well, he could have taken them. He would have been a mage um, to Vietnam. Do we know that he's a vet or not? I mentioned he was kind of doing stuff during Vietnam. And we're reasonably sure that is vietnam i've heard of nazis in brazil i've not heard of nazis in southeast asia i guess we'd probably need a botany check or something yeah, environmental science that's kind of close yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh jet lag hey, yeah you can't quite tell maybe someone could analyze these photos for you but i'd say kind of based on what they're wearing it definitely feels Vietnam for the military science angle of stuff. Like it's, it, it matches lots of photos you saw while you were serving. Could be Brazil, but something about it doesn't seem Brazil. 
might not say be Vietnam specifically either. There are other kind of Asian countries that kind of got swept up in that whole conflict too. Okay. Is there anything else in the in the locker? There is. There is a hard drive. Uh, it's not a port one. It's like a computer hard drive. I think it's wrapped up in like a tough box and stuff like that. It's at the very bottom. And it's just like across the box, it says Mr. Sunshine, question mark. And inside, it's just a hard drive. Not a USB thing, just like a full-on hard drive. So there's, unless you um, had a hard drive reader, there's no way to like hook it up to yeah. a laptop. Yep. Um, I do have a question about that. So uh, it occurs to me that I have a zero in computer science. Does that mean I am incapable of using a computer? Or that I'm just not an IT guy. It's not an. It's not computer science. Is computer science like it's it's higher end IT stuff? You can definitely. Use okay. computer, you, probably, you might even recognize this. Like it's pretty obviously a hard drive kind of thing. Computer science is more kind of about computer infrastructure hacking with air quotations. Like it's it's not computer science the way most people think of it in RPG sense, but it's also not using a computer at base level. It's kind of the it's searching in computers. It's kind of finding infrastructures. It's kind of knowing how to navigate effectively. Like if you had to download a server, that might come into play there. Kind of thing as a speed aspect of it. But the general assumption is any agent is capable of using a computer at a basic level. Okay, I just want to make I mean, sure. This by looking at it, could I use computer science to determine like how big a hard drive it is or anything? About um, it? Nah, it's just a hard drive. Like, look, I, I'm maybe you can, but I don't know if well, you can just look at a hard drive and know how big it is size wise. Okay, might say on it. Nah, it's it's yeah, it's not nothing descriptive about it, I guess. Okay. There's no label or anything. Oh, the box so had we'll Mister Sunshine wait. on it, but yeah, we'll have to wait until we can hook it up somewhere. All righty. All right. Well, um, uh, one last oh. question. Do we recognize any of the items other than the Nazi uniform in the photographs? The uh, knife no. in there or anything like that? Okay. Nope. Uh, but give me a search, actually. I will. Oh, anyone or just... Uh... Anyone. What oh, in the heck? Okay. okay. 89 out of 70, because yep. that's one of my better things, and uh, I still failed it. 5 out of 40. All right, so Agent Jackal, you're kind of fumbling around inside of this thing, and you find mm-hmm. a lighter. It's kind of an older school Zippo lighter. It's burnt though. Like the the lighter is just like it. Maybe the lighter was in a fire at some point or something. Like it. Yeah. Does it work? Can I? You want to try it? I won't try it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna flick it. I'm gonna flick it. All right. So it lights, but there's something about it that's wrong. Like the the color, the flames not moving in the right way. Just. Something about the fire's not it's not right. Something about just kind of is wrong. Um give me a willpower check. Sixty five out of eighty. Alright, so you you kinda of snap out of it like nothing bad is happening. Um you guys should lighter the rest of your crew? I'm gonna snap it shut. Just say something strange about this flame. I felt it. I don't think we should light it again. It's just a lighter. But okay. What what did you feel that was uh strange about it is that something i my character knows or um you passed the willpower test so no there was just something like something felt off about it yeah so i just kind of noticed that it was the flame was moving weird it kind of yeah something about the fire was not 
correct fire, I guess is the way of thinking of it. And the real quick, so he just pre- he just clicked the the power yeah uh, yep. statistic it's to roll that. Roll. It's, uh, it's five times whatever your power modifier is. Yeah. Okay, and then down here it says willpower points. Does that factor in at all? No, that is different. Um, you can burn willpower to do certain things. Um, the your power score and your willpower points are related in that one dictates the other, but one's a currency, one's a stat block. If that makes any sense. Yep, yeah, it does. Anyone else want to check out the cool ass lighter? Sorry, jumper. I think there's just something weird about it, and just got to make the recommendation that. What could be weird about a lighter? Flame. Something was off about the flame. Wasn't natural. Wasn't natural. Like, maybe it's dangerous. I mean, if it's dangerous, we shouldn't mess with it. I, you know what? Okay. You could try and take that lighter and see what it does. That's a thing you can do. See what it does? I, it's a lighter. Nothing bad happened. You're obviously acting crazy. It's just a lighter. I'm saying the other agents, they want to try and grab the lighter from you. If you throw that one out there. Yeah, I think we need a second opinion on that. Um, that's a bit of a odd reaction um, to what appears to be simply a lighter. What other than it lit up was unusual. I mean, if, if it didn't, you know, start talking or something, then, then I think you should at least take a look at it. I mean, that's, that's very, you, you grab that. You won't let us, you won't let us see it. But right. the knife made out of a person's leg, that's okay? This is all weird all right. crap. You can, you can take a look at it. I'm not going to stop you. I all right. Hand, I... hand Jotun the lighter. All right, you got to flick the lighter? Uh, yes. Jet lag. Yes. Does this look unnatural to you? Okay, so, uh, so Jackal and who else is looking at the lighter right now? Curiosity, I would be looking at it as well. Yeah, I'm watching the transaction. All right, so everyone's watching the lighter at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need a power. I need a willpower from everyone. Jackal, seventeen success. Jet Yo, lag. Ah, my my beautiful little fumble, Agent Jetlag. <laughs> oh, and I failed to do with the six nine. Two failures. Uh, okay. So. Yep, Yoten, twenty five out of sixty five success. All right, so if you failed. We'll get to you in a second. If you passed, um, you kind of snap out of it. Yeah, there's something real weird about that fire. If you failed, I need a sanity test right now. Okay. Is that the sanity points, right? Yep. Just press the sanity point button, yeah. By the skin of his teeth. What'd you get? I got 84 out of 85. All right. So uh, because you fumbled Ace and Jet Lag, you want that lighter. You need that lighter but you're not sure why but you do take one sanity point like you you need to have that lighter on you right now though um agent jumper though give me a uh, so you failed so give me uh-huh. a 1d4 roll got a four you take four points of sanity damage and just kind of like swirling around your mind you hear you need to burn things you need to burn this cabin down. You need to burn your friends alive. They'd all be better off if they were on fire. This stuff needs to burn. Burning is the solution to everything. It's always been the solution to everything. You know, you know guys, I think maybe, I think maybe we should just like burn down 
just do it, you know, he said. Let's grab the gasoline. Take, we got that lighter there. Let, let's burn. And I wouldn't just burn what he's... Let's burn this whole thing down. This is way... You know, it all just needs to go away. Someone's singing a different tune now. Give I mean, me the lighter. Yeah, it's... I think it's way too dangerous, and it just really needs to burn. Give me the lighter. Everything needs to burn. There was something kind of weird about that. He's right. I don't know what it was. I'm going to move to close the lighter and put it shut. I thought we shut it, didn't we? No, no, it was open. Is it shut now? Like, you can shut it now. Yep. I shut it. I hand it back to Jackal. Yeah, so anyone who was kind of feeling adverse effects to it, with the exception of Jetlag, who still really wants that lighter, you kind of like shake your head, it's like, what? What the hell just happened kind of thing? I immediately reach into Jackal's pocket to get the lighter back. You don't want it that badly, but still your brain's like, yeah, I should have that lighter. I I should have that lighter. It's a cool lighter. You're not not compelled to steal it to him, but you're still like, yeah, that lighter should be mine. Just a little bit. What What was that, Jetlag? I just, I liked that lighter. Very pretty lighter. I don't. What? I don't know if it's good. I need to go get some fresh air. Yeah, so as you step outside, you get the text back from Miss Pine. It's just, uh, use your discretion, handle it. Text back, copy. Well, maybe we should at least go investigate the shed out back. Start there, and then decide what to do with the septic tank. Yeah, if I were a betting man, I would say um, that's going to get, you know, bad to worse. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's. So you haven't actually we... searched inside of the cabin yet, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, we actually... just searched the, uh, the 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 Footlocker. Yeah. Is it one room? Yeah, it's kind of like that one and a half rooms. I guess is probably the way of thinking of it. But yeah, it's kind of one big room. All right. Do you want me to roll a search check? Yeah. Do you want everybody to roll a search check? Why not? Let's say your roll goes first. I failed. Ninety-four out of seventy. Got some more search checks then. I'll go next. Oops, sorry about that. I just rolled. All right, so got a, all right, no. got, got one success with a seven out of fifty, so that's good. All right, so yeah, jet lag. You find so you're all looking around, kind of looking for stuff, and jet lag notices that there's something weird. Like you open up the stuff below the sink, and all of the piping that comes down from the sink has been disconnected. Like someone sh- like sawed off the pipes or something and then filled the pipes running into the ground or the wall just with cement like they are very much sealed up for no obvious reason as you kind of look around some more yeah as best you can tell all of the plumbing in this place has been sealed up that way but like not from a coming in like all the stuff going out of the house has also been sealed up everything that would be going to a septic tank hypothetically yeah (laughs) but also there's an outhouse outside still too okay i show that to everybody and just to clarify, there's also a regular bathroom. No. Right? Well, why would there be a septic tank? The outhouse goes to the septic tank. Well, septic tanks also you run like gray water out too and stuff like that too. Like it would make sense to have a cabin with a um like if you had a sink from a well or something, that would make sense to have that hooked up to a septic tank. Alright. Well, there is definitely something in that septic tank that they did not want coming out. What makes you say that, jet lag? Well, they blocked it up on all end, all ends, it seems. We haven't seen the actual tank itself, but at least from the piping perspective, seems that there's not much going in there anymore, so whatever's in there is staying in there. Hmm. Interesting. What is that half room? 
that's just kind of like maybe like the bedroom part of it. Like there's a little distinguishing of it. It's yeah, it's not really a full room. Maybe it's like a closet or something. Just a secluded log cabin. I'm sure you want to check the uh, bedroom. You're in the bedroom, hypothetically. Right now. Remember, you found it under the you found the footlocker under the bed. Okay, and it is um, night right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's probably closer to like eight nine o'clock by now. Well, why don't we why don't we check the outhouse or the shed? One of the <laughs> check them both. There's no back door. Nope. All right, we uh, head out to the shed. So shed first. Shed first. All right, so you open up the shed. There's a kind of collection of tools you'd expect to find, some logging equipment, some just kind of general outdoorsy stuff. What does stand out, though, is there are four five-gallon gasoline tanks, all full. As promised. Checking the outhouse next. We're going right to that mound tank. Think outhouse next. Tank gas. Yeah, so kind of looking around at it. um, Anyone have a forensics of 40 or higher? Yes, I do. All right. So, yeah, you're looking at this, and the house appeared to have been kind of abandoned or left alone for a couple months at least. The outhouse is closer to, like, a week or two. Like, it's not, like, gross inside, but also it's really weird that there's a outhouse antiseptic tank. You, you, you kind of find evidence that someone used this thing within, like, the last two weeks, give or take. Looks like somebody's been here, strangely enough. Is it just a normal outhouse otherwise? Shine yep, my flashlight down the hole. Moon in the door and everything, outhouse. <laughs> well, all right, gentlemen and lady. What are we going to do about this septic tank? Honestly, I don't think we'd be fulfilling our order if we didn't look at the, at the interior. All right, so I'll check out the septic tank. I am inclined. Yeah. All right, so as you draw close, like this, uh, the septic tank inherently is just kind of weird unto itself. Um, it's way too big. The location it's at, like it's easily kind of, uh, it, it's like almost like a ten by ten by ten septic. It's a big tank for a cabin that small, kind of thing. Um, it's not especially well buried either, as best you can tell. Like it's, it, like it almost like a hill where it sticks up, where it should be kind of more in the ground. You can kind of climb on top of it and tell where roughly where it is. Um, the inspection pipes are sticking up. The top, though, unlike normal, is locked. Have the access hatch to it. It's very locked. Still have those keys, Agent Jumper. Locked by a is like yeah, a padlock. Dude. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out that key ring and see, and just start going through the keys, see if one of them matches. Uh, someone, yeah. So you're the one closest to it, I guess. Then give me an alertness check. The 25 out of 40. Uh, you could swear you're not totally sure though, but like. Maybe you hear the sloshing of water from inside of it, which which makes sense. Like it, yeah, it's not the weirdest thing possible from a septic tank. Like there's like a faint something sloshing around water, or kind of water running, or something along those lines. Sound alligators and septic tanks aren't a thing, right? I mean, I've heard of alligators in like the sewers. This ain't like a sewer, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that there is not an alligator in this state outside of a zoo. Oh, okay. Uh, well. Um, all right. I'm going to keep unlocking the... All right, you open it? Yep. All right. But I'm going to make sure to open it and jump back so the other people with bigger guns can, like... Sure. Kill the alligator that might be in there. All right, so you don't notice anything inherently when you open it up that's looking up at you or anything like that. What you do notice 
is that there there should be an access ladder that runs down into the tank. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with septic tanks, but there is a hey, if you fall on a way to get out, that has been removed. Okay. You see signs of it being torn off or something like that. And it's just dark inside the tank, like between the night and the light. Yeah. Well, we uh, we had a look. Um, anyone ready to you know burn this? I want to know what's in there. How do we do know you? that burning is going to take care of whatever it is? We need to know. You seem pretty sure. All right. I think Agent Jackal's gonna pull out his medium pistol. You can probably look in relatively safely. Like it's not like you haven't even looked inside of it yet. I think we'll climb shine. up, shine a flashlight down there. Anyone right. else looking? In? I'm with you. Agent Jackal's with you. I'll shine a flash. I've got a flashlight. I can shine down there if need be. Yeah. So you're shining flashlights down the hole of this thing, and it's just kind of dark still water maybe there's a little bit of a ripple to it or something but like it's uh basically kind of looking at the inside of the tank it's probably like i uh, will say like two three inches of water across the bottom maybe five or six it's definitely not full like you could easily stand down there without being too really impacted by it kind of thing um but it's just looks like it's part like slightly full of water does it smell yeah smell no it's really damp and stuff like that but no septic smells it doesn't seem it's being used for septic. Just, yep, you'd expect that it would, uh, you know, reek. Uh, but then again, you got a pit toilet over there, and you wouldn't have the pit toilet and this tank, in my opinion. Um, not exactly a uh, architect nor a waste manager, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't so know what's down there. We throw gasoline into that water. It's not really going to do much. It's not water in there. We could take a sample and analyze it, but I don't think we got the time for that. Family's coming in less than twenty-four hours now. And how? I mean, how far down is the water from the the top? Uh, it's like uh, like a seven-foot drop, give or take. Is there a point in one of us going down in there? I mean, how are you going to get back up? The ladder's gone. So there's probably a ladder in the shed or something like that. If you want to do that, uh, there's probably something in the shed. If you uh, are honestly that interested in climbing into a mostly empty septic tank that a, you know, former agent just wanted us to light on fire. I'm not particularly inclined. Okay, let's pour some gasoline in there and light it up. Jet lag, you feel like going down there? Well, I'm of a mind from a professional standpoint that we need to know what kind of liquids are in these strange tanks. That's part of my professional curiosity as an epa agent however in these particular circumstances i think we should just burn it is there a rope a bucket throw down there and get probably water? good question at least a cup from inside the cabin all right let's go look at that shed again all right so while you all are talking about this you kind of hear from the tank help me anybody hear that you hear that? Uh, i heard a cry for help Sound like it was coming from inside the tank. Yeah, about that. Um, is 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 someone there? He 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 put me down here, the bastard. It's been so long. Is, is someone there? I want to say, show yourself. Turn the light down into the. So, here's something trying to move down there. It's like it sounds. It's a woman's voice. Um, she sounds in great deal of distress. I. I I I I can't move. I'm, I'm I'm so weak. I've been down here for so long. 
You have to help me. He put me down here. Uh, what's your name and who are you? Uh, it's it's it, it, it's it's Marlene. Uh, Mar- Marlene Bauman. My, my my husband, I guess, former husband. He he trapped me down here. It's been so long, so many years. He's he's not a good man. Very much not. Our uh, <clears throat> sources told us that his wife, Marlene, da- or Marlena, Marlene, died almost twenty years ago. I don't know about you, but I find it highly unlikely that a woman's been living down there for twenty years. How we know that? I mean, well, the cabin was just bought a few months ago, weeks ago. When was the cabin bought? The cabin's been around for a while. The someone was last here about two, three months ago. The bathroom was last used two, three weeks ago. And has someone been caring for you, ma'am? I don't know how long I've been down here. Uh, He stops. Bye, I guess, occasionally to give me food, water, but I, I don't know. Uh, is he with you? Is that monster with you? Who? Clyde? Yes, Clyde. Put me down here. No, you don't have to worry. He's not with us. That that That's good. That's good. He drove our children away. I I, I think he faked my death. I, he's, he's an unhinged man. He's He's not well. Can I use that human skill to see if this seems... You can't reasonable. see where this is coming from, um, so human int's not really going to be super useful. Again, it's not like a lie detector test. It's more about reading someone's body language. You have to be able to see them to be able to use human int. Ma'am, are you able to move? I, I Everything hurts. I, I, I think he broke some bones or something when he put me down here. I, it's my, my, my legs, my arms, my ribs. They, they, they hurt so much, and the water, it's its so cold and gross. But please, please help me. All right. Um, we need to go get that I ladder. We can't just stand here. Yeah. Um, who, uh, Jumper, you want to keep her company? We'll, we'll go grab that. I'll go run grab yeah. that ladder. Yeah, I'll um, stay here. Jack or jet leg, come with me. Okay. All right, we head back to the shed to try to see if we can locate a ladder. All right, so they left Agent Jumper there by herself. I think I'll that leg with her too. All right. They, they, they called hey. you Jumper and Jetlag? Kind of names for yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nicknames, just nicknames. So, um, he put you down here. Why? What, like, you said he kept feeding you, but how often did he feed you? I, I don't know. It's, it's so dark. Keeping ta- track of time is. It's impossible down here. I, you, you can't even see the sun or the stars. I, I don't know how long I've been down here even. I, did, did something happen to Clyde? Or, or are you here because of Clyde? Yeah, we're here because of him. You're, you're not friends of his, are you? Oh, God, I hope you're no, not friends of his. We, we were investigating him. Oh? What, what, what were you investigating Clyde for? He's Obviously, he's a monster, but I didn't know other people knew he was a monster. Oh, but other people didn't notice. You know how it is. People of our age, people don't want to think about us. Ma'am, should we be calling an ambulance or the fire department or the police? That that might be good. I, if you can just get me out of here, though. I, it's, it's so dark and cold and just terrible being down here. So what do Yotun and Jack will find in the shed? Yeah, you find what you're looking for. There's still the gas tanks there. You do find a ladder that you could use to get her out. Or 
yeah, you could use to get her out, maybe some rope or something. Yeah, you, you find the means to get down into the tank successfully, if you so wish. Uh, Yotan, what do you think about this? We have we have a note to burn the contents of that tank. Here, there is somebody begging for help. I think it's um, awfully weird, um, but if there's a person down there, we got to get her out. I mean, what? I don't see any other plausible explanation. Any other? plausible course of action at the very least we need to get her out get her somewhere i, I don't care maybe uh, it, it, i agree it's the we have a moral obligation what else are we supposed to do you know it's uh, I, I don't like it i don't like the situation at all i don't i don't know how any of this makes sense but that's kind of what we uh, have found ourselves uh, tangled up in. So let's just uh, get her out, get her somewhere, hospital, I don't know, and uh, hopefully be done with it. All right, let's take this ladder then. We carry the ladder back to the tank. All right. So you get there, uh, you kind of lower the ladder down to the tank. Yeah, I have one more question for her. Is there on their way? Um, I'm going to ask her why um, Clyde kept her alive. I, I, I don't know. He's a, he's a sick man. I don't know why he put me in her. I don't know anything. I, please, just get me out. I don't know anything. Good enough for you, Jumper. I, I just don't understand why he did it. Like, why did he keep her alive this whole time down here? Like, what was his objective? I don't... I, I guess he's crazy and he's evil, but well, from his, from his note, he seems like he didn't he was trying to build up the courage to I say under my breath the jumper. All right, ma'am, um, we're gonna go ahead and lower this ladder down. Are you gonna be able to get up it? I I don't know. I I don't think so. I can barely move. I think one of you will have to carry me or. Help me get out of here. All right, I'll so I'll volunteer to go down. I'll uh, I'll study the ladder for you. Appreciate it. All right, can I have your heavy duty flashlight, Yotin? There you are. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of tilt the flashlight down and descend the ladder, looking over my shoulder, trying to see if I can get a glimpse of, of the woman. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you kind of descend. It's real dark in this tank. Like, I can't overemphasize just how dark it is down there. Um, so you kind of you, you find yourself in kind of ankle-deep water, and you see kind of off in the corner a a huddled mass, like something she's like sitting on her feet a little bit or something, kind of just like fetal position in the corner. There's a human-looking kind of shape. Yeah, it's, it's you're looking at her and she's pale, like really pale, like bluish, whitish skin. Um, it's it's definitely kind of strange. Like she's kind of rocking back and forth, crying a little bit underneath her breath. Um, yeah, it's you have to get closer to kind of get a better sense of it, though. Is uh, Yotin, are you coming down uh, right ahead of me, right after me, or 
Yeah, you're going down first. Um, and <laughs> I will be... I'm right behind you. All right, so I'm in the tank. I'm going to take a couple steps toward toward this human figure. Say, I'm going to say, is it all right if I approach you, ma'am? Yes, please, please come closer. Please get me out of here. All right, so there's two of you in the tank, brother. Yep. Yeah. is coming in after them. All right, so are there three of you in the tank now, or is it just two? Of them? That's jet lag, which is holding down. the ladder. Yeah, I'm up top. Yeah. I'm not in. Uh, so who's in the tank? It's uh, Jackal and Jotun are in the tank. Jackal right. has my flashlight on her. <clears throat> Jet lags on the ladder. What are you doing in all this jumper? Uh, I'm coming down the ladder. All right. Jumper, I don't. I don't know that you need to come down here. I got a first aid kit. All right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I I I can go back up. You can pass her up to me. Sure. Jotun, if you want to get out, that's fine. All right. So whoever's down in the tank, give me an alertness check. I climb back up the ladder. No, no, don't do that yet. No, no. So I, so I'm in the tank. So I'm also doing the alertness check. Yeah. All right. Ooh, we got a fumble. Hey, thirty-three out of forty. Got a critical. Forty-nine out of fifty. All right, I'll let the critical and the fumble cancel each other out. So, believe that. The alertness. Can I clarify something? So, I mean, I just realized this. The fumble and the critical are uh, uh, multiples of 11. Uh, it's doubles, yeah. So 11, 22, 33, 44, those are all criticals or fumbles. And it's just which side of your percentage yep. score that it's it, on, whether or not it's a success or a failure. Okay. Exactly. I mean, a, a crit, whether it's not, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, think of it. It's, it's an interesting way to do it. It's critical either way, but it's either a critical failure or a critical success. The game just chooses to, to, to say it's either a critical or a fumble because people don't like the idea of a critical failure. They have a hard time wrapping their head around it because a critical being a good thing. Yeah, because a nat mean, 20 is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're all looking at her, and something seems real off, and... Maybe she's starting to move or something, but then you realize it. Like her hands are just, they're bloody. Like something's been scratching or clawing or pounding their way raw. Those kind of like the insides of the tanker, like now that you're kind of waving the flashlight around some, there's definitely like signs of something hitting it. And there's dents in the tank. And kind of it, before you can even react. She just kind of launches herself across the room at you. So everyone in the tank right now, uh, roll a sand check. Jacko got a success with 20 out of 80. Jotun. Jotun success 42 out of 65. All right, so if you succeed, you take one sandy damage. If you fail, give me a 1d8 roll. And I rolled max again. So you lose eight sanity, but you also go catatonic as part of this. So the sanity mechanics of this game, where if you get above, I think it's a four off the top of my head, you go temporarily insane, and you are kind of out of the action. You actually become kind of in the purview of my realm. So now you've gotten through all that, you are looking at this thing. It is obviously a living corpse. This is a, for lack of a better phrase, a zombie. Like the 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 flesh around the legs kind of swollen from water bloat the tear the hair has been torn out the face is kind of clawed away some it is just grotesque to look at 
and it is coming right at you, Agent Yoten. And because it's got the highest dexterity of all of you, it's going to hit first. Okay, so, and uh, uh, sanity damage is that out of the current column? Yep, it takes you to subtract it from your current sanity. There should be a breaking point. I don't think anyone's near their breaking point, but if you get there, let me know. Oh, so also so, worth going over right now too, because Agent Jumper just took a massive chunk of sanity damage, and she can negate this, I guess. Do you want to try and offload your sanity onto a bond? Uh yes, yes, I would. All right. So give me a pow check. Okay. I'm going to break one of my bonds here. This is going to be awesome. Sorry, uh, roll 1d4, pal. Uh, 1d4. My bad, my bad. Oh, roll 1d4. Yep. Okay. I got a 1. All right. So you're going to subtract 1. So, so this is how it works. You can now offload one of those sandy points of damage onto one of your bonds, meaning you subtract a point from that bond. You also, you also, try to, you also subtract that one from your um, power, from your willpower points. So it's one. So if you had a thirteen, you're down to twelve. Whatever your bond is, goes down by one, and you subtract that one from the sanity loss you take to your sanity points. Not the best offloading, but is what it is. And so okay. we, so Yotin and I took one point. Yeah. Uh, question. Uh, so I'm, I, obviously I'm not affecting my bonds right now, but right now on my sheet it just says score, and then there's a dash. Does that um, mean that next to what? Sorry. Next to bonds, you should have put your charisma in the score. Oh shoot! Okay, I, okay. So it should be so my charisma is ten, so it's just ten for each bond. I have two bonds. Okay, and then you just choose. So in in the case of jumper, she's just choosing one bond to subtract one point to keep one point in her sanity yeah. and subtract it from that score. Yeah, and unfortunately, okay. if she'd gotten a four, she could have kind of staved off the um, temporary insanity, but she is quite temporarily insane right now yeah yeah so, all right that triggers your fight or flight reflex so you're gonna attempt to get out of here and we'll handle that in a second with a roll on that but so marlene is coming for which one of you guys is in front i guess or which one of you kind you of had said before it was coming at me yeah i realized i should have said whoever was kind of up front who's holding the flashlight i mean jackal all right so she misses and kind of goes like sliding across the inside of the tank I'm actually going to, so, so because we're now kind of past the covert stuff, I'm going to turn this on so you guys can see. Um, oh, yeah. I was wondering if we were going to use the yeah. map. No, there's no map. There's never a map for this type of stuff. I'm going to turn this stuff on so you guys can see the um, rolls for this because it's important to understand these monsters. So she got a 55. She quickly fumbled. So she kind of goes spinning across the inside of the tank. Doesn't get you guys, which is surprising for her. All right. So oh, we're on Discord. I'm sorry. So when you say turn this on, uh, so if you go to if you go to the roll twenty page we're using now, you should be able to see my rolls from this point on. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, and you'll see it from now on. I just did that one in covert to see what happened. All right, so yeah, she kind of goes stumbling across the inside of the tank and misses you, which means it's Agent Jetlag's turn because you have the highest decks out of everyone except her. Turn orders determined by decks, by the way. So oh, my decks is thirteen. I really have the highest. Yes. Yep. It's not the same as our like as, as D twenty statistics. It's it's a different scale, kind of, right? Yeah, a little bit. Hers is higher than yours, FYI. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what I should do. I'm at the top. I'm holding a ladder. I probably can't even see her. Um, I'd say she kind of goes skidding across. Like maybe you see her flash through or something like that. Mm. Yeah, you, you can't you can't see her exactly at this exact point in time. So 
we are in combat, and combat you get to do one thing per turn. And we'll deal with the kind of shooting stuff in a second, or kind of the actual combat stuff in a second, because you're not down there, so you can't really kind of help with that just yet. You can jump down if you want. I don't want to jump down. That sounds like a bad idea. Very smart call, I think. (laughs) Um, From up top, he's able to tell. Yeah, you heard sounds. Like you heard something like mass-wise go slamming across the tank. Jumper, did Jumper yell or something like that? Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, I'd probably just shout like, "What's going on?" Because I don't really have a good viewpoint exactly. Um, and that would probably be my action. I don't think I'd actually do anything yet. Okay. Um, all right, so next up, Jumper, you're insane right now. Give me a luck roll. Sure thing. Like how you put that. I'm insane right now. Are, are we allowed to answer him or not? And I fumbly fail. All right. So, so in your temporary insanity, you knock the ladder over. Next up, Jotun's turn. I draw my Colt. All right. So you have a couple options of what you can do now that you have the gun out. So there's offensive and defensive rolls in Delta Green. You can aim, which means you don't shoot this turn, but next turn you get a plus 20. You can just normal attack, which is a firearms roll. You can do a called shot, which ignores kind of cover at a 20 or 40% difficulty to your shot, depending on the kind of the situation. You can roll disarm, but kind of she's on the opposite side of the tank and also doesn't appear to be armed with anything. You can do a dodge, which is you just kind of trying to get out of the way. You can also attempt to escape, but given um, you're not being grappled or anything like that right now, so you really can't do that. You can also fight back, which is just kind of melee at that point. You can also move. You can also try and pin something. You can also wait, which is what I think we decided Jetlag is doing. And if there's something else you want to try in this instant, go for it. Um, so drawing, so you said you can do one thing per turn. Yeah, drawing my gun is not the is not I'd the action. You, I'd say yeah, I'll give you drawing as a free action. Okay, because I do have it holstered and yeah. I'm an agent and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. Um, am I aware enough that like if I shoot a gun in here, am I going to make us all deaf? It, yeah, but also you're down there with a monster thing, <laughs> which is worse. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna try to shoot her as quick, right. as best I can. Uh, do I have to worry about ricochet? <laughs> like maybe. Oh god! Maybe if you fumble, it feels like a fumble counter thing. Um, so what do you gotta do first? Like you gotta do an aim. Sh- you gotta do the uh, called shot. You just gotta shoot at her normally. I'll even give you a bonus to that because she kind of fumbled and knocked herself into the corner of the tank. A bonus to a regular shot? Yeah, I'll give you a plus 20 on the shooting at her. I'm just going to shoot at her. All right. Um, all right, so in order to do that, I'm going to go to my handy-dandy sheet here. I'm going to find my firearms skill, right? Or, yeah. or do I click? Do I just click the weapon roll? If you set it up as roll 20. If you put your firearms skill in there as the skill, you can just do it there, but you can also just roll firearms. If you're doing this in a more traditional tabletop setting, you would just roll firearms and go from there. Okay, so yeah, it had me just put the skill percentage yeah uh, i don't think i so i okay and then i just hit this little looks yep. like a d10 symbol at the end of the thing yeah the little green symbol at the end is it gonna let me add the 20 or i guess we'll find out it should okay oh custom oh add 20 right there yep a normal modifier oh son of a bitch all right Sorry. so your shot goes off and does not con does not connect it kind of <sighs> uselessly in the side of the tank 92% failure out of 70. Agent Jackal. 
All right, I'm going to pull my pistol and do the same thing. All right. Do I also get a plus 20? Yeah. All right, you hit. So you have a 1d10 firearm on you, so let's do that damage roll. All right. Uh, the shell thuds into her. It definitely connects, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't seem to go deep or as deep as you want it to, I guess. Like, it kind of gets caught in her very gross zombie flesh. And it's like it just thuds against her hard kind of thing. Almost like her skin might be considered armor or something along those lines. But we'll deal with that. Uh, Jetlag, do you want to do anything before we go back to her turn? Or are you still kind of waiting? I'm still waiting. All right. So it's her turn. And you notice something gross. Like where the bullet hit, like the bullet almost pops out of her skin. And the damage seems to be kind of healing up slowly or something. It's not rapid, but it's definitely kind of reversing what you just did to her, and she's going to try and attack last person that shot at her, so she's going after Jackal. So she hits with a 23 out of 44 for three armor-piercing damage. Are you wearing a Kevlar vest right now? First Kevlar vest. Alright, so what's the Kevlar vest armor score? I have reinforced at a four, but I don't see anywhere on the sheet. Was there anywhere on the sheet we're supposed to enter that statistically? I think you have to remember off the top of your head for these types of things. So uh, I'm looking right now for if armor piercing ignores a certain amount of your armor per attack. So she got a three, so in theory you would subtract your armor score from the damage. So if you had a five, it would do no damage except that she has armor piercing, so in that case, two would get through. What is your armor score, Agent Jackal? Four. Alright, so you take uh, so yeah, you take um, you take all three points of damage. No, you take two points of damage, my bad. To my hit points? Yep, to your hit points. Just kind of like yeah. makes a claw across your body. Okay. Jet lag. Um, I would like to go to the shed and look for rope and right. or bring back. So you're running? Things. Yeah, I'm running to the shed. All right, so you're, you you take off running. That's what you do. Next up, uh, Agent Jumper, you're still catatonic. You're now rolling around kind of in the fetal position on the bottom of the tank in the water, which means, State and Yot- which means just now it's Agent Yoten's turn. What are you going to do? Can I uh, shoot at her without hitting uh, Jackal? Yep. Uh, I'm going to do that. See that. And I, I no longer have the 20% bonus, or yeah, do I still? She's, she's now active and up. She's up and moving. All right. That misses. Yep, 76 out of 50. All right. Agent Jackal, you're up. So can I, like, give people commands? Or does that take a whole action or anything? What are you trying to do, I guess? I want to tell... Yotin to stop shooting and put the ladder up. Yeah, I'll give you that as free action. Like, I'll, I'll you communicate and then do something else if you want. Okay. So I think my seal mentality breaks in and I just shout a command at Yotin. Okay. Cease fire. Restore the ladder. And I uh, take another shot. All right. Three out of six. All right. Let's see that damage roll. It's one d ten. All right. It hits her. Kind of wings her. You notice, like so. She's annoyed by this. She looks at you. She's kind of like almost half laughing, but the demeanor is very much changing. Gone is the kind of terrified, sweet woman voice. It's now kind of just like a harsh, gruff, cackling thing in there with you. And it's going to go after Jotun now with its claws and teeth. So it hits with a 16 out of 44 for three armor-piercing damage. So are you running running Kevlar's, I assume, right now? Yep, I got the same armor piercing or uh, reinforced Kevlar. All right, so that's a five. That's a four. So four. Yeah, it ignores 
three of that, so you're down to three damage. Okay, so that damage stacks when it says four and three armor piercing. No, the three is just how much of your armor it ignores. The armor piercing is how much of your armor it gets through per hit. You can do the same thing with your weapons, too. Oh, I see. Okay, so... Yeah, so if she didn't have armor piercing, it would just be you'd subtract the armor from the four damage, but because she has armor piercing, it's more kind of like you're subtracting that three from the armor initially, and you're subtracting the remainder from the damage you take. Okay, so I'm sorry, how much was it? So you had a four, so it takes away three, so it's down to three damage. Three hit points damage. Oh, shit. Okay. We don't have a lot of hit points. No. Chetlag, you're up. Am I at the shed yet? You're at the shed. I'd like to grab some gasoline cans. All right, so, um, yeah, they're, they're obviously there. So you grab them and you start running back? Yep. All right. Jumper, you're still catatonic on the floor. You're probably screaming about the corpses shouldn't walk or something like that. This is all a dream. Yep. You're a media specialist, goddammit. This isn't real. You didn't. You don't make zombie movies. And we're back to Jotun's turn. What are you going to do, Jotun? Uh, I'm going to try to grab the ladder and put it up, I guess. Okay. Unless she's, like, physically on top of me. Yeah, she's kind of bouncing around in there some. Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to try to get the as much of that action as I can do. All right. So, which is, what do I, do I roll anything, or? Yeah, you're just going to kind of pick up the ladder? Yep. Yeah, she's not holding it down. I, I will let you do that for free kind of thing, so. Actually, no, give me an athletics check on that. Uh, oh, there we go. Yay! Yeah, so you kind of get it, 30. your hands on it's up, it's it's kind of stable and stuff like that. Jackal, your turn. Um, so do I hear jet lag above the... He's not back just yet. Think of him as kind of like halfway between the shed and the tank. He will arrive at the top of the tank as part of his next turn. Maybe I, so can I, I want to say to Yochin, can you get, can you get Jumper out of here and then take another shot? All right. See that shot? 2% success. Hits. Medium pistol, nine damage. damage. That's some nice damage you got there for nine. It's almost max damage. That hit. That definitely felt it. Yeah, she definitely felt that one. All right, so the pit scene. You got this ladder. You got jumper. You got the ladder back up. Kind of Jotun's holding that. Jumper's rolling on the floor, and she kind of looks at all of you in there, and she just tries to bolt right up the ladder. But yeah, no. So she just knocks Agent Jotun to the ground and just escapes out of this tank at blinding speed, like way too fast for someone like her. Just out of the tank, like just almost like rockets out of it, kind of like almost takes air. She climbs up the ladder so fast. And I kind of like just on top of the tank now. Jet lag, what do you do? So you're holding these gas tanks, this thing. And now that all of you guys have kind of gotten your eyes on, let's show some pictures. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the view inside of the tank. I didn't show it till people had all seen her. And this is, she can kind of walk over and look up at you. Those are, that's kind of what you're dealing with grossness wise or monstrous wise. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, so there's this kind of like pale, not a zombie, but definitely not a live human thing, kind of sloshy skin standing up on top of this hole. You're holding these gas tanks. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm going to. Uh, what kind are these like gas tanks that are open, or can I splash her with them? Gas tanks. I think we'd have to open them. Yeah, they're not open, open. Okay, well, I'm going to. Drop them and pull out the pistol. All right, you're going to take a shot? Yep. 
That'll hit. Some good damage. Catatonic. Um, Yoten, what are you up to? I'm going to try to pick up Jumper. All right. Yeah, you, you pick her up. Don't worry about that. You, you successfully kind of grab her and kind of put her over your shoulder. No uh, uh, yeah, athletics check? No, it's just picking her up. Okay. And uh, then I'm going to attempt to ascend. The, is that my free? Is that my full action? Yeah, that's your thing. You're, you're not picking okay. her up. Yeah. Jackal, right. where do you want to now? Can I get up the ladder before Yoten attempts? Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm going to ascend the ladder. Right, so you're going to move. You're going to chase up after this thing. Chase up. All right. All right, so she's going to kind of dive at Agent Jetlag now. And misses, kind of skids, like, goes flying by you kind of thing. Kind of, like, hits the dirt. Jetlag, so this thing is lunged at you. You've dropped these gas tanks. They're all around your feet. It's just kind of shot across the dirt trying to attack you. What are you doing in this second? You've got to shoot it at some more. What's the plan? Do I need to dodge, or can I dodge? Oh, it, or did it, already... it missed. It failed. Or it had a failure. Okay. And I'm going to... Unscrew some gas tanks, actually. Okay, so you're going to kind of bend down and start oh, taking the tops off gas tanks? Yep. All right, cool. Agent Jumper, you're still sadly rolling around the filth in the bottom of the tank. Um, Yoten, you're up. Yeah, sorry, you're on. Sorry, no, Jumper's on Yoten's shoulder. My bad. Uh, so, Yoten, you're up. You're going up the ladder now? I'm going to try. Yep. So give me athletics on that one, too. You're climbing with a person on your shoulder. <sighs> you don't want to. Damn it. <laughs> 63 out of 30 failure. Uh, yeah, you're, you're having some problems. It's not great. Agent Jackal, what are you doing? I'm looking for the shotgun. Was it left on the ground before you came down, Yotin? Yes, actually, um, remember, I, did, I, I didn't mention that, but yes, I would have left the shotgun up there. I wouldn't have right. it with me. That, that's why I drew a pistol. Search for that shotgun. Now it is... The thing in the tank's turn. Its skin's starting to knit itself back together a little bit. It looks at you. It looks at the gas tanks. It looks at Jackal with the shotgun. It looks at the tank. And it just bolts out of the clearing into the woods. And it just runs as fast as it can. You have a hard time following it. It's moving so fast. And it is just gone. And you find yourself kind of alone at this little clearing in the woods, you hear kind of the sound of something just booking it, slamming it through the brush away from where you were, and it's gone. Well, this just got out of hand. Mm-hmm.